a FAM production for all things mattress. FAM.news. You're watching on video. You're looking at Mark Quinn and a triple black Manta eye mask. We are going to be reviewing these coming up, but we decided he's going to Costa Rica. I'm driving to the beach and staying in a condo. We're going to wear our eye masks over spring break and give you the full-on review. Triple black. Is it really going to black it out that much? But coming up on the show today, we have a nice little surprise for you. Okay, so if you haven't heard the FAM audio stories, we are going to give you some previews of some of our favorite fam.news audio stories and no they're not our favorites just because quinn does amazing reads on some of these (laughs) they're really our favorite favorite favorites and you can get all these audio stories at fam.news welcome to the dos marco show with mark kinsley and mark quinn where mattress and furniture leaders gather to grow get the inside scoop tell stories and Take tequila shots. Uno, dos, tequila! Welcome aboard. Here's your passport to a planet filled with the mattress industry's brightest minds and biggest ideas. Meet your guides. I'm Mark Kinsley, president and CEO of Englander. And I'm Mark Quinn, co-founder of Spink & Co. and VP of Sherwood Betty. Together, they are Dos Marcos. The galaxy's greatest mattress podcast has liftoff in three, two, one. Look at that. Well, I have to say, this is actually an intervention. This is not your standard podcast, Quinn. Why is that? I am, I am intervening. About what? What did I do? You, my friend, um, this is an intervention of one-on-one which equals dose, you are uh, throwing your weight around as a mattress podcast celebrity to try and bend Marriott to your will. And I wanted to have an intervention about this. We do not toss around our weight to try and get Marriott to do what we want Marriott to do. Let me, t- okay? let me tell you what, I'm brother. saying it right here and right now. Hey, let me tell you what, man. I have thousands of nights spent in their property. I ask one thing. I'm going on vacation. I'm like, hey, man, can you guys like hook us up with a little bit of an upgrade? I never get up. We need to stay at courtyards and, you know, they're always booked or whatever. And I'm like a top level, whatever their thing is. But so I don't make any beef about that at all. But I'm like, hey, look, this one trip, I'm taking my family. Can you hook me up with an upgrade? Here's what's going on. And the, the response I got back was so lame. It was like, oh, well, we'd like to, but you booked it through a, an agency. And because of that, and I'm like, you know what? That's bullshit, Kinsley. Okay. I said it. I said the whole word. The, the, I missed the bleep button. The swear word, because I'm Sorry, trying to kids. express my passion for this. You know, what happens to the, to the, the Jesse's approach of, you know, surprise and delight? How about that? How about just like, do something for this guy that spent so many nights in your property. How about just go the extra mile? How about hooking him up? How about giving him something to, you know, talk about and make it special, right? And I'm like, look, man, we got a podcast. We we've done some other. We got a media property, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this story. You have to choose how it ends. Either it ends with you guys going above and beyond and creating a kick-ass experience for my family, or you let the corporate culture kill you and drowned delight and surprise under the water until there's no breath left inside of it at all. So that could be the ending. You have to pick the ending. 
choose your own adventure. Right? You understand? I mean, hey, well, I got fair? to choose my own adventure. You're actually going to stay at the property in Costa Rica where I've stayed. I've asked for the Mark and Kinsley room, actually. It's great. <laughs> it's it's filled with uh, it was filled with ants uh, whenever we got there, uh, or bugs, not ants necessarily. I'm not even kidding. You. This is a true story because it was our anniversary, and they put some sort of cake and some fruit on our bed, and it's Costa Rica, and things are going to get into places. And they had swarmed into our room. And so I think we ended up moving rooms. Uh, but the, the property ended up being amazing. And I did get to choose my own adventure as well. Which was? And that adventure was, there was a guy that worked. So we stayed at the adults only area. And so we had this nice pool. Is that nice the all naked really, section? Is that where you guys were? Uh, that's wherever I go. <laughs> the European pool. That's where you and Tara hang out. Okay, keep going. And so there was a guy there named Bergen and he's a really nice guy. And I'm like, what's going on in town? Like, what should I know about that's more locals and insider? And he said, oh, I'll, I'll take you. And I'm like, you're going to take me. He's like, yeah, there's a rodeo going on. Do you want to go? And I said, yeah, it sounds great. So I went to the people at the front desk and I said, Hey, is this guy Bergen cool? And like, he said, he's going to get his friend's car and he's going to pick up his girlfriend. And then my wife and I are supposed to meet him at the gates outside the property. And then he's going to take us to a rodeo. And she, she's like, who is it? I go, Bergen. She's like, oh, Bergen's great. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. He's the best. And he's just the, he was just the nicest guy. And sure enough, so we go to a rodeo. By the way, should you choose this adventure, Quinn, a rodeo in this town anyway, in Costa Rica, uh, over in Guanacaste, um, a rodeo is a bunch of drunk locals getting out into an arena and chasing a bull around and trying to touch it and dragging people out whenever they get horned, which there were like 50 people running around. I could have just jumped in at any point and just ran around with this bull trying to touch it. Um, but I had, had I, I was apparently in a decent state of mind because I had been having some beer. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I don't want to end up in a Costa Rican hospital. Um, but all this to say, to bring it full circle, if they don't upgrade you, you just easy with throwing around your weight as a celeb. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I wish I was a celebrity. It would be, it would be no problem. I wouldn't have to throw my weight around, but we'll see, right? We'll see where the story ends. I'll come back. I'll report in and uh, hopefully they make the, the right call. But I mean, you know, we like to tell great stories, right? We want to come on this show and celebrate people that get it right and do cool stuff and create great experiences for people. That's the story I want to tell. So we'll see if they let me tell it. So did you touch the bull, by the way, or did you just like back out of that and say no? You know, you and I, we were in a rodeo of sorts, right? We did the the cow milking. Did you do better touching the bull than you did us milking the cow? I didn't jump in the arena. I just sat up okay. on top of the fence and watched. Okay. It, sometimes in horror, as they like dragged people that had been knocked out, literally out of the arena. It happened multiple times. So I'm like, I'm going to pump the brakes on that one. So that's my story. So let me know how your Costa Rican adventure turns okay. out. And speaking of telling great stories, yes. last week at Nationwide, uh, I mean, we had Dana Carvey on the show. He was one of the speakers at Nationwide. But they told some great stories at Nationwide during prime time. And just what a great – it was like, okay, the last time probably that we'll have to do this widespread virtual before Nationwide prime time reconvenes in, per in person – and having the people there to tell those stories and to advance us forward and help 
independent dealers navigate what's happening in the mattress space today and the furniture space. It's a great experience to have. It is. You know, Whitaker, I, I, you know, we, we talk a lot about prime time and one of our key connector points is Mike Whitaker. And he just does an amazing job of kind of shepherding that whole thing. And he does a lot of stuff in classes. He gives a lot of himself in those education classes. And so anyway, he, he's the first guy you see when you pop up onto the main stage. So that's kind of cool. Mike does a, a great job of like facilitating a lot of that. Um, SSB was on there. They had a great conversation. I listened to the TSI speech about um, the new posturepedic program and the new levels they have. I listened to Chad talking about technology integration into retail. That was very cool. Um, got to listen. So Chad Fisher was was actually giving a speech this time. He was luring a Bigfoot onto stage. No, no, no. He was actually the main dude. Yeah. Man, he was like bringing the thunder, and he did a great job. And then, Good job, Chad. And then uh, Bob Munkle, man, right in the middle of his show, gave us a shout out. That was really cool. I'm glad I got to see that. Thank you, Bob Munkle, for sharing some love Thanks there. You, Bob. Thanks, Bob, very much. And uh, Jeff Rose did his usually great job at the merch show. What else? Johnny Lamp was interviewing. Who was he interviewing? Uh, he was interviewing Bob Munkle. So Johnny texted me in the middle of his. He's like, oh, man, I hope this is going well. I'm like, look, you're a beautiful human being and you're crushing it. So anyway, just a lot of fun. There's so much information. Kinsey, I, I can't even like I didn't have time to like listen to all of it. But my gosh, you can go back in and there's hours and hours and hours of video. So um, anyway, we have a lot of a lot of catching up to do on the stuff we didn't get to see. And that I have to say is one of the great things about uh, some of these events like primetime with nationwide being virtual is you can go back and reabsorb it. You can share some of that with your team members who might not have been able to be present. So thank you to nationwide for keeping us connected, keeping independent retail connected during these crazy times that, that continue. Um, and Hey, as we get back to normal, uh, whatever that new normal might look like, I, I'm glad that we're going to be more connected than ever. And, and we want you to be connected to ideas and innovation and news that's happening. And one of the ideas, one of the innovations that we love is door counts. Our, our buddies, Jerry and Amber and Jack and Brad and the whole team at door counts. We, we, we love these people because they have a heart for our industry. You know, if you, if you don't know the story, you really need to go back and listen to the Brad Parker episode. Brad is one of the founders of door counts. And Brad operates a six-store Lazy Boy operation in the Pacific Northwest, in the Oregon area. And he, this, is, this guy scratched his own itch here with door counts. How many people are coming in? What's happening to them when they're in your store? Are they assigned to somebody? What if an NBA basketball player comes into your store and leaves and you never know about it and nobody ever helped them? What a huge missed opportunity. And so door counts is just, I mean, it's, it's a magic wand traffic blindness be gone poof you are a, mag a magician you really are except you know you're not you not have to break out a handcuffs or a straitjacket you get to see everything that's happening with this retail sales cloud it's more than just clicking a, a a button and seeing how many people are coming to your store you're doing something with them you're serving them it's all the stuff that needs to happen in this day and age and and right now um 90 days free 90 days completely free when you try out door counts 3.0 and if it's not for you if you find out it's not for you jerry is going to peel off 150 bucks and give it back to you just for giving it a try thank you jerry for doing that because it really does remove not only removes the risk of like gosh am i going to bring this in and not want it or it's going to be too much for us or our sales team is not going to be bought in 
you're really going to be on the backside of that. Okay, no harm, no foul. Actually, I ended up, uh, you know, in the black here with it. Um, it's a no-brainer. You can start today at doorcounts.com. You can contact us, and we'll get you in touch with Jerry and his team. You can always text us at 843-MARCOS2, M-A-R-C-O-S, 843-MARCOS2. We love helping people out. Um, so good stuff. And, and look, more good stuff is over at fam.news. If you haven't heard, the new home, the new umbrella for, for, the, fam, for the Dos Marcos show is the fam. It means for all things mattress. And the fam, just like a family, is growing. We live there. We've got the Mic It Up podcast. We've got Just Stories with Brett Thornton that just launched with Sleep Train founder Dale Carlson as the kickoff episode. Amazing. How about Matt We've got Man? the Matt Man podcast. There you go. Yeah. Put on that cape, baby. But one of the things that we want to do is give you a little taster right here on the Dos Marcos show of the audio stories because every piece of written content that appears on our site has an accompanying audio story that goes with it. And here's the cool thing. If you go subscribe to the FAM audio stories, if you type it into Apple, it'll pop up. The FAM, F-A-M, audio stories. If you subscribe, every audio story we create will populate in that feed first before it ever goes live on the site. So you really do get a benefit for subscribing, which is you're going to be the first to know about all of our news, all of our articles, all the audio stories that go live. And Quinn and I today, since he's jetting off to Costa Rica and we don't want to hold him up because he's going to flex his muscle on those Marriott punks, Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to play some of our favorite audio stories for you to give you a taste of it right here on the Dos Marcos show. I chose two. Quinn chose two. Quinn, you go first. You think? All right. So one of my favorites, because it was an interruption for me, I mean, Kinsley, you and I have been talking um, for a while about how sleep is a pillar of health, right? So you've got the three-legged school stool. That's another way people talk about that. So it's... it's. I went to the three-legged because you you did the race, you know, the three-legged race that was at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a stool. You can sit on, um, and um, the the three legs are nutrition, exercise, and sleep. But the way that we're talking about it now is that sleep is not one of the legs. The sleep is the seat part, right? That the legs attach to, because you don't have anywhere to sit if you don't have the foundation element of sleep. And I love that sleep is the foundational element of which everything else is built. I love the, I love the idea of that. And it makes sleep even a bigger part of mental and physical health. So in this article, Kinsley, we talk about um, hormone production, right? So leptin and elevated ghrelin, is that how you pronounce it? You don't even know, ghrelin, that's what I'm gonna say, Mm -hmm. is ghrelin. And these are the hormones. Ghrelin makes your stomach start growling. Ghrelin makes you growl. And leptin is uh, another one of the um, uh, hormones. And the lower the leptin, uh, your body isn't uh, sending a signal to yourself to stop eating. So that's a big one, right? And so anyway, it talks about that. But if you don't have... Let's play the story. What's that? Let's play the story. I'm going to play the story, but I just want to tell you, it's the foundation of life sleep is and that's the whole point of this and so it's not one of the legs anymore it is the shizzle and that's the foundational element so go ahead roll that beautiful story kinsley 
sleep is not a pillar of health. It's time to stop calling sleep a pillar of health. Sleep is not standing there like the Queen's Guard wearing a fuzzy black hat beside fellow soldiers' diet and exercise. Sleep is the foundation of health, with diet and exercise resting on top of it. Eating good food and getting plenty of exercise only go so far without good sleep. Let's talk about food first. Studies have shown participants with short sleep had reduced leptin and elevated ghrelin. These are hormones that send messages to your body. Leptin communicates that you're full and to stop eating. Lower the leptin and your body isn't sending a signal to stop stuffing yourself. Scientists call ghrelin the hunger hormone because it stimulates appetite. Ghrelin equals growling. Elevated ghrelin makes your stomach start growling when you haven't slept enough. Now on to exercise. When athletes don't get their body's biological sleep requirements, they don't produce an adequate amount of testosterone. Testosterone is a hormone that allows the body to build muscle after training and difficult workouts. Muscles are broken down during a workout. If an adequate amount of testosterone is in the body, those muscles are rebuilt larger and stronger. Sleep is the cinder block and concrete foundation at the base of every aspect of health. Let's celebrate sleep in a new way and tell people what a good night of rest can do to their diet and exercise. Sleep isn't just a pillar standing beside diet and exercise. Sleep is the foundation of health. All right, story number two. This one's, I'm going to take this one, okay? You have $150,000 to start a mattress store go. Okay, so I love this story because AM to PM, our boy Alex Milstein, who is managing editor of the fam, doing a great job writing and organizing and all the stuff behind the scenes and in front of the scenes many times. Uh, we posed a question. Actually, we found this question on the Mattress Industry Network group. Shout out to Steve Houck, uh, doing a great job bringing people together to ask questions, share ideas, and really just kind of serve each other. And um, so it was really cool to pose this question. Okay, if I'm getting into the business, I got 150,000 bucks, what are you gonna do with it first? And so people like Stu Segura and Jerry Wong and Josh Rigsby and Chris Reinken, they all weighed in on this topic. And so I want you to be thinking as you listen to this story, if you had $150,000 to start a mattress store, what would you do with it? Did, did, did this team of experts, did these, uh, these people that actually operate stores uh, do what you think you would do? Or are there other areas where you would put those funds? So here it is. You have $150,000 to start a mattress store, go. Imagine this, you won $300,000 on a scratch off lottery ticket. When the high dies down and you realize you won't quite be able to live like the great Gatsby, you decide to put half the money into your savings account for a rainy day, but that still leaves you with $150,000. Thinking of all the things you could do with the money, you remember that it's always been your dream to open a mattress store. So how do you do it? What do you need to consider? Is location, location, location the only thing you need to think about? This exact hypothetical question was posed to several mattress industry experts, and they each weighed in on what is most important to focus on. First off, you have to understand how much $150,000 really is in the grand scheme of things. Stu Segura, co-owner of Mattress Doctor Lafayette says, 150K is way more than most people will need to start a mattress store. He puts the number at about 40 to 50K, accounting for rent, displays, 
inventory and signage. I'd hold the rest, he says. You're probably not going to ball out in the first year as hard as you think unless you've done this before and have a good mentor. To that point, several experts, including Jerry Wong, previously the Sleep Experience Embedding Director at Brandsource Megagroup Canada, added that anyone thinking about starting a mattress store should invest in a business coach. Many independent retailers overlook the value of a business coach or of being part of a buying group, i.e. nationwide brand source, etc., Wong says. Josh Rigsby, co-owner of ECS Mattress Center, agrees with Segura about how much you need to start a store, though they both concluded that it all depends on your business model and the size of your store. Location matters, and if your rent is $10,000 a month, that could definitely change things. Chris Reinkin, regional account manager at Resident Home Nectar Mattress, previously owned mattress stores and has been in the industry for 27 years. His advice? Keep the rent low and negotiate the lease regardless of how much money you have. He also says it's important to have four to six direct-to-consumer brands on the floor as he feels they are the key to advertising and driving traffic. Before Tempur-Pedic, most stores were made up of 98% coil beds, aka traditional mattresses, Reinkin says. Within seven to 10 years of Tempur getting onto retail floors, we saw a mix shift of almost 50% foam and 50% traditional coil. This was driven by nothing more than advertising. Then came the hybrid, which is still hot today. He also adds that you need to stay as close as you can to the top online advertisers like Mattress Firm, Sleep Number, and Ashley, and encourages retailers to focus on digital advertising. Steve Houck, owner of Boise Mattress, is also a fan of digital advertising and breaks down his digital numbers. 99% of my business comes from Google, he says. It is the one place where, if done properly, you can easily compete with the big boys. For $2,000, you can get 400 clicks, which equals eight sales and $7,500 minimum. With a better ad strategy, that eight becomes 25. However, every store is different, and Rigsby came in with a great point. You shouldn't count out print advertising completely. Newspaper is far and away our best advertiser, Rigsby says. Nothing else is even close. Reinkin did concede that in select areas, print can still work well, but he holds strong that digital advertising is the mass media of today and will only get stronger as the years go by. Rigsby goes on to explain his thinking behind print. Small stores get lost in digital. You have the mattress firms, Nectar, Purple, TSI, Sleep Number, all spending $300,000 to $500,000 a day on advertising. It's hard for small stores to get seen. We stopped doing Google ads and our sales have gone up. Instead, Rigsby chooses the route of advertorials, advertisements that look like an article or story, but talks about whatever topic you want. We did one on latex that got us 10x ROI. Many people thinking about starting a mattress store might only consider the location, product mix, or advertising strategies. But as these experts show, a store has many moving parts, from the building you lease to the type of marketing you do, and you need to be laser focused on all parts of the business in order to make the whole thing work. So if you had $150,000 to start a mattress store, where would you spend the money? All right, Quinn, this next one's you, my friend. Of course, you got to take it back to sex. Did you like, 
Did you like how I didn't interrupt you during your synopsis of your story? I didn't cut you off as I just rolled the story. Did you notice how I didn't do that? I felt like, honestly, you were giving away too much of it, and we were just going to be repeating what you were saying. I'm just telling you how it hurt me, and I think you need to be like sensitive to that. You need to have some empathy for my pain, okay? I know you're a sensitive guy, and for that, I'm re- I'm sorry, and I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. Can you accept my apology? I accept it. I thought you were going to say, hey, I'm not Marriott, okay? Calm down. Do not bring out your axe hey, you know, on me. No, man. I, th- th- then don't make me flex. I'm just, I thought, I thought what you were going to say is, Okay, I'm sorry that you don't understand the price. <laughs> like, so I'm sorry that you're a moron. That's what I thought you were going to say. Okay, so. Well, hey, before we get to the sex, should okay. we do our, our sleep tip and our traffic Ooh, driver? Yeah, I got a great sleep tip. You ready? Okay, hold on. Let's Roll play that the music. Footage, hold on. It's time to become a sleep superhero. So, by the way, that is Matt Man's music as well. So, if you listen to the audio stories on our show, why did you rip off his? Thank you, Matt Man, for letting us use your music. Why did you rip off his story? Uh, no, I think the the sleep tip of the day is going to be all about schedule, or less about schedule, and more about finding time for a nap. Right. So, my wife is the queen of napping. And she loves it. And, you know, they say a good nap in the middle of the day can actually help you increase productivity. If you were kicking her in her sleep, she wouldn't have to have so many naps. Let me tell you something. She, was, she wears this face mask, like face mask now. And so she just blocks me out, man. She can't see anything. Um, no, but she loves the nap. So um, Michael Bruce, remember him? Dr. Michael Bruce, the sleep doctor. Yeah. I heard him talk about this. It's the Nappuccino. So here's the, here's the thing. You take coffee and you drink a cappuccino or a, na- a, a, a cup of coffee. Say you're about 2.30 in the afternoon. You drink it right about 2.30. Then you lay down, right? And then you take uh-huh. a 20-minute power nap. And by the time you wake up, that caffeine's kicking in, and you're ready to go. And that way you can have the benefit of the nap and the rejuvenation from that and then the benefit of the caffeine because when you wake up, you're going to feel charged. So there you go. That's your sleep tip. And why is that a sleep tip? It's because if you're taking little naps throughout the day and you're not so tired, it will, you'll be less likely to drink caffeine at five o'clock in the afternoon. So there you go, Kinsley. That's your sleep tip for today. Are you ready to drive more foot traffic? You know, I am voiceover guy. Who's not ready to drive more foot traffic? People like Ronald Rodriguez of Rodriguez Home Furniture weighed in and gave us ideas that we put inside, come back to bed, the book, the Forbes top of the top of the list this made it at the top of Forbes 2021 books to read list. Number one, Amazon bestseller. Great job to Mark Quinn on making all of that happen yeah, right. with me along with him. Um, Ronald Rodriguez. I really love this foot traffic driver. Um, you can't drive traffic all the time. If you just sit inside your store, we talk a lot about partnerships about getting creative. This is a really good one. Ronald Rodriguez reached out to, local u-hauls and apartment complexes for cross promotions and if you think about it anytime there's a housing start or there's somebody moving they spend nine times as much on furniture and mattresses so who's moving people that rent u-hauls people that go to the rider truck spot people that have a storage facility that they're renting out because they're in a transition so think about all these different pieces of the puzzle attached to moving and go form those partnerships like Ronald did. That is really smart. Thank you, Ronald. Brought to you by DoorCounts. 
the only known treatment for traffic blindness. No, the UPS guy didn't come into your store five times today. Those were customers, and you have no idea what happened to them. Door Counts is the cure for traffic blindness. Increase conversions, boost sales, and make customers happy. Visit doorcounts.com today. Okay, now you can talk about your sex stuff. Go. So we have, for a long time, um, noticed in the consumer marketplace, people like selling food, Hardee's, uh, jewelry, shampoo, all kinds of car companies. They use sex appeal to, a, to, to really connect to the consumer. And so um, it just blows me away that here we are in the mattress industry. And, and so what does sex have to do with the car, right? So I guess it makes you attractive. So maybe having a cool car leads to sex. I don't know what it is. Food, Hardee's hamburgers, don't really understand that at all and how that connects to intimacy. But anyway, so here we are in the mattress industry. We, we are in the space and the products that we sell, people have sex on top of them. So we are literally connected to the entire process. Not only that, Kinsley, but a good mattress can improve the experience or a bad mattress can detract from the experience. So not only are we directly involved, but we can actually help, you know, create something good or bad from it. So the point of this article is number one, does it work? And number two, if it does, what approach should you take? And um, what should you avoid? And who are some of the good actors in the, the in the industry who have actually done it and succeeded or who have done it and maybe not so much? So it's a, a fun article. It starts off very racy. I just want to warn everybody. The first two or three paragraphs Kinsley wrote, and it could be trouble for you, and you may just turn it off right away. Let's talk about sex and selling mattresses. I love you like la, 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 la. She's sitting alone in her convertible at the drive-in movie theater. Long, blonde hair, pink sweater over a short black and white polka dot dress. Reaching into the white bag nestled between her legs, she retrieves a hamburger and then pulls off the black ribbon holding her hair. The shiny gloss of her pouty pink lips separates as she spreads open her mouth and sinks her sparkling teeth into the juicy meat. Swinging her black stilettos over the headrest, she climbs into the back seat and bites into a fiery, hot jalapeno. Fingers caress her gold necklace, dragging beads of neck sweat across her salty skin. She unties her pink sweater, exposing a mass of cleavage, her breasts erupting, barely held in by a lacy black bra and buttons that are about to burst. Another bite of the burger, and she's on her back disconnecting the fabric cord clipped to her panties. Needing a drink, she drapes herself across the front seat as she sucks on a red straw. Cooled off, she retreats into the back seat for another lip-biting session with her favorite hot burger. No, I'm not watching porn. It's an accurate description of a Carl's Jr. commercial promoting their Southwest patty melt sandwich. The spot didn't make me want to run through the drive-thru, but it sure did catch my attention. It brings up an old debate. Does sex really sell? According to the research conducted by John Wirtz, University of Illinois advertising professor, it can definitely grab your attention, but in most cases, the benefit of using sex and advertising stops there. We found that people remember ads with sexual appeals more than those without, but that effect doesn't extend to the brands or products that are featured in the ads, said John Wirtz. Audiences remember the ads, but they don't remember what the sexy spots were advertising. 
If you use sex to grab attention, but don't advance your brand recall or preference, are you really doing any good? We've been hearing for decades that sex sells. So what's that based on? This all started back in 1871 by the Pearl Tobacco brand, which featured a naked maiden on the package cover. Later in 1885, W. Duke and Sons inserted trading cards into cigarette packs that featured sexually provocative starlets, and Duke grew to become the leading American cigarette brand by 1890. So it's no wonder marketing mavens started to pay attention to this strategy. In this case, using sex appeal seems to have done its job. So does using sex to sell work or not? As we dig further, we learn that using provocative images or language to sell products can actually be very effective if three things are true. First, the product you're promoting needs to make sense to the consumer. What does a new burger have to do with intimacy? You might argue they were promoting the hotness of the jalapeno burger, but that might be a stretch since the spot is so sexy it's hard to notice the hamburger. Maybe that's why Carl's Jr. eventually discontinued that campaign. Second, you have to make sure that you're targeting the right audience. The research from John Wirtz tells us that the strongest fighting was probably the least surprising, which is that males, on average, like ads with sexual appeals and females dislike them. However, we were surprised at how negative female attitudes were towards the ads. Men versus women, young versus old, some groups just respond better to a sultry syntax, so make sure you're addressing the right group the right way. And third, your message, tone, and delivery must be right and on-brand for your company. If you have a conservative reputation in the market, you shouldn't launch an ad featuring a blonde, busty bombshell as your new spokesperson. Since most people have sex on a mattress, should our industry be leaning into this approach with consumers? The answer is absolutely, if it's done the right way. Consider that Calvin Klein, Axe, Pepsi, Coke, Budweiser, and Levi's have all used sex in their ads to sell products. And I don't remember the last time I drank a Pepsi that ever got me in the mood. The mattress, however, is a major player when it comes to the act of intimacy. People have sex on our products, so if anyone is justified in using this approach, it should be us. I was giving a keynote speech to the National Betting Federation in Telford, England, and I asked the audience, are mattresses sexy? As I looked out into the crowd of over 400 people, there was a clear consensus that those in attendance agreed. Mattresses definitely are not sexy. I said, I disagree. We simply choose not to make them sexy, and because of that, we're missing out on a very big opportunity. It's been proven over and over that consumers make buying decisions based on emotion. So let's start with that. Intimate moments can be very emotional. It's a physical act that connects us to our partner in a meaningful way. If we tap into that idea and take ownership of our role in making that a good experience, we can help people see a mattress purchase in a much different way. My podcast partner, Mark Kinsley, and I interviewed more than 255 people in Las Vegas, Nevada and asked them to evaluate two mattresses as if they were shopping in a retail store. But we asked them to think about each mattress for sleep and for sex. After 50 in-depth interviews with a select group, we learned that the type of bed you have can definitely impact the experience of your most intimate moments. 
The primary takeaway was that beds made with coils were able to return energy to the couple, providing a playful bounce that worked with and for the couple as an active support system. Those making love and all memory foam beds would complain of getting stuck in the mud on a passive support system. In other words, the construction of your bed has a direct impact on the outcome of your horizontal mambo. If the chief marketing officer of Coke discovered that their brand new formula for Coca-Cola has been proven to have a positive impact on sex, do you think they might mention that in their advertising? Of course they would. So why does the mattress industry shy away from the subject? It's possible that the powers that be believe using sex to sell mattresses just doesn't work. Sealy tried it with their Whatever You Do in Bed, Sealy Supports It campaign. The ad which made its debut at Super Bowl 45 definitely made a splash in the mattress industry. Some retailers loved it and others hated it. So you know they did something right as there was very little room for a milk toast reaction. Their approach was to show several couples falling back into bed directly after a session of boot knocking in a post-orgasmic glow of satisfaction. Panting, tired, and with smiles that stretch from ear to ear, they fade in the graphic. Whatever you do in bed, Sealy supports it. We would like to celebrate Sealy for their willingness to push the envelope here. They made a bold move as an industry leader and tried something that nobody else has tried at this level. So for that, they deserve a lot of respect. The question for this article is, did they address the issue in the right way? If you're going to talk about making Whoopi and tie it directly to your product, you can do that by making the message funny, romantic, or even with a subtle reference. You don't even have to attack it directly to make your point. If you didn't like the approach that Sealy took, does that mean that using sex to sell mattresses doesn't work? No, it doesn't. It just means that this approach fell short. Imagine it's Valentine's Day, not your typical mattress shopping holiday, but you decide to run a new spot. It opens with sexy music, maybe At Last by Etta James. You see a couple getting home from work, tossing their keys on the bar as they open up an amazing bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon from Elman Family Vineyards. They exchange a look, a smile, and a short dance in front of their floor-to-ceiling windows overlooking the big city lights. The next thing you know, the couple disappears behind the door to their master suite, a soft fade to black, and the graphic reads, for those moments that matter, followed by your logo, of course. Will that commercial sell beds? No idea, but it's a different approach that will make you feel something. The good news is that there are so many different ways to attack this issue because not much has been tried when it comes to connecting the mattress to intimacy. You don't even need to create an ad to talk about this because there are other ways to engage your customers. If you talk to the retail sales associate, many will tell you that it's common for consumers to ask about how the mattress will perform when it comes to sex. They're asking because they want to know, and we aren't offering much information on this subject, leaving the sales force to come up with their own way of talking about this hot topic. We asked the RSAs in the Facebook group Mattress Salespeople what they thought about having this kind of conversation with the consumer, and this is what they said. Rick Bush says, most of my experience tells me it's more of a reserved taboo subject. If you want to be taken seriously and avoid being labeled a creepy mattress salesperson, then focus on the health benefits and how proper sleep helps all aspects of life. Now, 
That being said, if someone is unabashedly waving their freak flag, I'd point them towards the hybrids for that bounce, if you know what I mean. Todd Miller says, I have a colleague who sells a lot of mattresses to a big swingers club, and it's obvious what their use is for. My take is everyone knows we have sex on a mattress and tables and countertops and in cars and showers and any other place a creative human being can imagine. No need to overplay the obvious. Gretchen Garrett Casilius says, we don't mention it, but if asked, we answer. It's too taboo to freely discuss. The easiest reply has been, not great on a foam mattress. Foam mattresses are like laying in sand. Minimizes movement too well. From there, change the subject. Amber Jade says, I won't bring it up until my customer does. Depending on my rapport, my typical response to any question regarding sex on the bed is basically the main thing we want is to focus on your sleep. You do that for eight hours on the bed and the other thing only for eight minutes. The wife usually giggles. A bed is for sleeping. You have couches, dinner tables, and public spaces for other activities. Sam Richardson says, the retailer I work for does not have any specific messaging on the website. However, our reps are well-trained and lead with empathy and human connection, allowing for a comfortable, relaxed interaction, which would make talking about anything possible. The conversation must yield the ultimate desires of the guest. I would certainly, as a manager, encourage sales reps to gracefully react to that type of questioning surrounding the product but would not necessarily force it into a process or anything like that. Charles Cohen said, I sold waterbeds in the 70s. Whenever a customer brought up the subject, which happened quite frequently, I would always make a joke. You push once and you get two free ones back, then go on with my presentation. The bottom line here is that sex is clearly on the minds of the consumer, but on the sales floor, it must be dealt with like a technician dismantling a bomb very carefully. So what's a good way to handle this topic without getting yourself into trouble? Educate customers in advance. Write some blogs on your site that speak to some of the questions you get on the sales floor. Start a conversation in social media, connecting the mattress to the experience and educate the audience in a fun and controlled way. Create a handout to give your RSAs so they don't have to engage in a conversation. If it does come up, Teach them to ask good questions because if a customer is asking about sex, they may have had a negative experience on a product that didn't work for their needs. There are too many dotted lines in the mattress industry. Many consumers completely understand that great sleep can help them live a better quality of life. So there's a solid line connection between those two things. Believe it or not, many consumers don't see the mattress as a way to get the joy that great sleep delivers. So the dotted line from a mattress to happy life never gets filled in. The same is true for intimacy. People want to enjoy sex to the fullest, but very few realize that their bed can directly impact the experience. If we aren't connecting those dots, nobody will. If before buying a bed, you or your partner knew that one was better for intimacy than the other, would that impact your decision to buy if comfort was similar on both models? If you bought a bed and got it home and it was a horrible experience when it came to shagging, would you be less happy with your purchase decision? If making love was difficult because of the sleep surface, would it decrease the frequency of your intimate moments? Research says it does. Sex is a beautiful thing and just about everybody does it and wants more of it. 
As a matter of fact, according to a study, married couples have sex about 1.1 times per week or just about five times a month. So this is something that's very relevant to a large percentage of the population. So do we just ignore it? You don't have to shoot a commercial with a buxom blonde eating a burger on your mattress, but there are ways to drive emotion into the sale. The right message, said in the right way, in the right context to the right audience can be very effective, and it can bring joy to people's lives. Nice job, Quinn, on that article, and you were right. I think many people were sweating whenever they heard the introduction to that story. Uh, but you brought a full circle. You, you landed the plane nicely. And I think you made a pretty compelling case that you need to have a conversation with your sales team about when it does come up, what do you do? How do you treat it, treat this whenever it's part of what people do on a mattress? Well, so go. nice job. Well, well done. Thank you. Thank right, you. Okay. You ready for another one? That's I a little bit racy. What you got to do. What is your number two? And let's get into that one. Well, this one's a little bit racy too, because this, uh, has, a little bit of information about Gwyneth Paltrow. And she talks about a special candle that she made. Um, but ultimately, it, we tie it back to the betting business because Gwyneth Paltrow formed a partnership with for, through Goop, which is her lifestyle brand, and Avocado Green Mattresses. And they created a $29,000 mattress, sorry, $22,000, 29-layer mattress. And I actually, it was cool. I, so Brett Thornton, who has a podcast called Just Stories on fam.news, uh, brought this to my attention during one of our conversations. And, and one of his retail managers, CK Ong, which, who, who I've spoken with on the phone, has this 29-layer mattress this, in, in a king. So it's closer to 58000 bucks. And so Gwyneth Paltrow has this, uh, this guide that she and the Goop team put out and if you don't know what Goop is, go to goop.com and you can figure it all out. Uh, but they have this guide of like over-the-top, eye-poppingly expensive items. And so this partnership with Goop or with Avocado and the mattress they made was just such a cool story. And so we wanted to take you behind the scenes about Gwynny being in the betting biz. Gwyneth Paltrow's $22,000 Goop Avocado Mattress. In June 2020, Gwyneth Paltrow launched This Smells Like My Vagina, a candle that started as a joke but became a huge hit when it sold out on her goop.com website. She described the candle idea as a little punk rock. Naturally, her next step was getting into the mattress business. The actress who starred in movies like The Royal Tenenbaums and The Avengers is the CEO of Goop, a lifestyle brand that started as a blog. According to goop.com, in 2008, Gwyneth Paltrow launched Goop from her kitchen as a homespun weekly newsletter. It's grown a lot since then. We operate from a place of curiosity and non-judgment, and we start hard conversations, crack open taboos, and look for connection and resonance everywhere we can find it. The newsletter became a hit, and last year Paltrow's band of wild-eyed Southern California culture explorers landed a Netflix series on The Goop Lab, a group of staffers explore ideas that may seem out there, such as psychedelic drugs, Wim Hof's cold therapy, female sexuality, anti-aging diets, energy healing, and communication with the dead. 
The show has signed on for a second season and we're holding out hope there will be an episode about sleep. After all, Gwenny is now in the betting business. The star turned CEO has become a tastemaker in the beauty and health space. And now every year, Goop publishes a ridiculous guide of over-the-top, often eye-poppingly expensive items typically reserved for the ultra-wealthy or for those willing to spend more on must-haves. A recent Goop guide included a $22,000 bed developed in collaboration with Avocado Green Mattress. That's the starting price. The king size with all that good mattress goop inside is 58 grand. Gwyneth and her team partnered with Avocado Green Mattress on her first product collaboration. She called it the trip to the moon of beds, and it's made by hand in Los Angeles from materials that are climate neutral. Brett Thornton is Avocado's vice president of VX and retail, and he's one of a handful of people designated to sell these beds. It's 29 layers. Every single element is made by hand. It takes 16 different people about three weeks to make one. You heard that right. Over a three-week period, 16 workers are dedicated to layering, stitching, and crafting one sleep system. Each component is fully sustainable and 100% organic. Brett says you can track every piece to its origin, affording owners unparalleled visibility into where it comes from. Some customers have even flown to Southern California to see the beds in person. Brett understands the sticker shock most people experience when they see a $22,000 mattress, but he says this bed, of course, wasn't created with everyone in mind. He says it's similar to what's happened with high-end electric cars like Tesla. The people who are spending 100 grand, they were already spending 100 grand on a car. It's just it used to be the Porsche SUV, or it was this new Lamborghini SUV, and it was like they were already spending that money, but now they can feel good about spending that money. And for customers considering a Goop avocado, they're typically willing to pay more to feel good knowing their purchase didn't have a negative impact on the environment. Why not provide people with that type of next level wealth an opportunity to say, hey, you know what? I want to do something that's going to be give back to the planet. I want to do something that I know is made consciously, that I know is made fully sustainable, that I know is with a company that's, that's carbon net negative. Yeah, it's nuts to the average consumer, but at least one person has this 29-layer behemoth who isn't a platinum artist or a movie star. Avocado's CEO, V Nguyen, sent CK Ong home with one. CK's an area manager with Avocado. So I said to her, I said, you're probably the only you know, area manager in the entire world that's sleeping on a $50,000 bed. The mattress was definitely a nice gift, but CK is one of only seven people trained to sell the Goop bed. Their team provides concierge services for clientele and are able to take a deep dive into each layer while also demonstrating the human side, showing how coils are made by hand. And all that craftsmanship is on display in real time for anyone who wants to watch their bed being made. Avocado's Orange County Factory Experience Center has giant glass windows where people can peer into the factory and watch Gwyneth Paltrow herself sew the final stitch into each mattress. Okay, so that is not true. But if this were a mattress movie, that's how I'd imagine it ends. How about this is a working title for our blockbuster bedtime film. This smells like I wallowed around for eight amazing hours. To see this supremely sustainable $22,000 sleep system, head over to Avocado's website. Gwyneth's there waiting to welcome you with her dog, of course. So there you have it. 
Okay, four fam.news audio stories to get you started, get you a little flavor of what's going on. Like we said earlier, go over to fam.news and subscribe. Um, you can subscribe to our emails and you get a, this next level out of this world, full and packed of information newsletter we're kicking out each week. And if you go to your iTunes app or your, your podcast app or wherever you get your podcast and you subscribe to the fam audio stories, you're going to get everything first because we put them up there as a bonus in those podcast streams first before they even go live on fam.news or before they even come to your inbox through the email. So hope you enjoyed that taste of it and, and make sure and let us know in the socials or in the comments, should, should Quinn turn the screws on Marriott even more? That's what people want to know. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to have to, I think they're going to do the right thing, but I'm, I'm hopeful and I hope I come back and I tell a great story. Uh, Kinsley, I, I last want to add one comment to the, the audio stories guys. If you're in your office, it's really nice, right? Cause you want to read something, but you don't have the time. So just, uh, hit the play button. It's really pretty cool. I love audio. I listen to books. I don't read them anymore. Um, I love the audio, uh, representation of the written word. And I like for someone to read to me. So I love that part. I hope that you guys are excited by it too. Kinsley, you and I are both going away. You're going to Florida, right? For, um, spring break and you're going to well not okay it's not like i'm going down there and like shirts off mtv style i'm going down to a private condo i'm driving there's a private beach that this condo development has access to it's very safe um i'm not going to end up on mtv that's all i'm saying again i'm not going to end up on there again did i say so again Did I say you were going to go do a uh, Girls Gone Wild episode or something? Did I miss that? I don't recall saying that. I think. And by the way, you have a private condo. So is there a public condo where you can go and people just kind of barrel in? No, the condo building has a private beach area oh, okay. that's, All right. that's contained. Well, you're, you, as fancy as you are, there's no question in my mind it's going to be like a first class place to go. So. I have high standards. You have huge, hugely high standards. I don't. That's why I don't mess around with Marriott. <laughs> You just told me you stayed at the same property I'm going to. So, yes, you do. I'm bringing back a monkey. It's a Weston property. Okay. What's is it? Weston owned by Marriott? Yes. There you go. There you go. But See, that's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all mixed together. It's just for the snobby people like you that like expect the big things. But um, anyway, so uh, we're both going to be away, guys. We hope if you're listening to this, we hope you're somewhere fun laying on a beach maybe. As you have a little bit of downtime, you're you're tuning in the Dos Marcos podcast or one of the other fam podcast shows. Uh, love you guys. All travel safe. Get good sleep. Relax. Take lots of naps when you're on spring break. And most of all, come back and see us when you get back because we have a lot planned after these vacations. We're going to be well rested and we're going to bring some A-game stuff. So we'll see you on the flip side. You can bounce on it. Oh. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. Cool as ice. And I'm hot like a heater. 
Bounce by the ounce, now we got it by the leader. Well, you take a spring and you wrap it up right. You can sleep so smooth or bounce all night. Yeah. Put the two together, get a whole lot more. Get the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice. It's the best thing to happen to your mattress. Get together to do it like I did. Everybody get Somebody to get in your vicinity You probably wanna feel a little bit of a hybridity Foam alone? Out of five, maybe one star Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar Mad back support The best way to shack up Or just get rest that won't mess your back up Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist Or a mullet party in the back of the business Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus The ultimate hybrid Nothing short of genius Keeping it loose while keeping it Chair? Hell no! You need springs and foam, cause if that bowling ball don't bounce, you'll be sleeping alone. And if the bed don't react, then you can't get low. We got the type of bounce that won't spill your Merlot. So stick with us and you'll get rewarded. Cause I'm so gentle and I'm so supportive. Hybrid is where the magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses.